Okay, I want to begin thanking my friends and family for coming to support me. They're always here for any event I ever do, so it means a lot. Um, I'm only 18 years old, and I find it sometimes hard to talk to my friends and peers about God. Um, some feel uncomfortable when you talk about your faith. Often it's considered cool to mock religious people in our society. You know, a lot of people think that they can find the answers to God by searching it on Google or, you know, reading a book, but I feel like being a part of the church helps me to answer those questions. A few weeks ago, my mom asked me a very important question. She asked me, why do you believe in God? She wasn't asking me this question because she was questioning my faith. No. She just, she wanted to hear my answer. So I replied, I believe in God because I believe in love. If you can love your family, your friends, people you don't understand, and even people you don't agree with, all equally, then I, then I think that God is with you at those times. And I believe in caring and being generous to people. You know, when you give someone a dollar for a sandwich to feed them, or when you help someone who's lonely and looks lost, it's those simple acts of kindness that I try to teach my students all about. I'm currently a senior at Maine South High School. Um, I began teaching catechesis uh, my freshman year, so this is my fourth year. I started off teaching fourth grade, moved to fifth grade, to now currently teaching eighth grade. Um, I'm a little crazy, so I actually taught more than, uh, more than one class a year, so this is my total of eight classes I've been teaching. I absolutely love what I do. I wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for my mom. She really inspired me to get involved in the church and really, you know, teach, the, teach my students all about the Catholic faith. I've always loved kids and teaching. It was always an inspiration to me. So I remember when I first started, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I can do this. You know, it's going to be easy. It's just fourth grade. When they first walked in, and I just remember seeing them all staring at me, and thinking I had to be responsible for all of them. I was like, there is no way I can do this. There is no way. You know, and I remember it was like my second class. Someone, a student of mine asked me a question. I can't remember exactly what the question was, but I remember I was just like, I don't even know that answer. Like, who am I to be teaching these students if I don't even know the Catholic Church myself? So I really spent my first year getting to know the church and getting to know, you know, more connection with God. And I felt that that first year really brought me closer to God because I was learning through my kids, you know, that relationship that God is the person we, we turn to when we need him most. Um, and then my second year was, is, is a year that I'll never forget. I had a student named Nick. It was a uh, fifth grade. And I remember that year, it was a Tuesday night. Tuesday nights are the craziest nights to teach because the students have school during the day and then they have free time and then they have to go to CCD. So they're always crazy. And I remember, I was like, okay, I had one year, you know, I, I'm good now, I know everything that the kids ask me, I should be fine. And then I just hear boom, 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 boom going on in the hallway. I was like, please let them not be my class. And then sure enough, they open the door, they're running around in the room, throwing chairs and desks and screaming. I was like, this is fifth grade, fourth grade was so much better than that. I was like, wow. And then I just remember, you know, after hours, it felt like hours of screaming, I finally got them to settle down. And as I began to speak, the door banged open again. And I look and I saw a little boy named Nick. He was standing there with a red crutch, braces on his legs, and he was just standing there. And everyone was making this expression on their face, you know, they didn't know how to deal with a kid who, you know, had a hard time walking. 
So I went over to the door and I helped him to his seat and I began trying to teach, you know, trying to keep the class involved. And then I saw that Nick was raising his hand, so I called on him. And like the words he spoke to me, I, I'll never forget. He said, I don't believe in God. I don't want to be here. This is pointless. The book doesn't make any sense. I want to leave. And I all the kids started laughing, and I just remember like tears were filling in my eyes. I'm like, I, no one prepared me for this. No one told me, you know, there might be kids that actually don't believe in God. So I was just standing there, and I was, I didn't know what to do. I literally at that moment, I wanted to give up. But if there's anything I love more, it's a challenge. So I spent that year really doing things to get the kids involved. And this is what I do a lot during my, you know, hours of teaching CCD. I let the kids talk a lot, you know. Having them feel comfortable with themselves and with the classmates help them to, helps them learn more. You know, I let them talk about their family and their friends, school life. Just getting them to feel comfortable is the main thing I want to do. And then I try to change it up. You know, I read from the book and then I have them do projects and get them up and moving, getting them involved. That's a good way to get them kind of their minds going so they're not always, you know, wanting to leave and looking at the clock every time. Um, another thing I would like to do is I do a song of a week where I play like a song like by Rihanna or someone who they don't expect, but I kind of show them that artists can connect with God in a different way that you don't even realize. You know, a pop song can actually be related to God if you really think about the words. And kids love music. I mean, tons of times I see them going like this and there's a you see that little earphone going in their ears all the time. So like I try to get them to show them, you know, there's different ways that God is present in your life. Through music, through, you know, sports, your friends, he's always there. So I try to teach them about that. Another thing I like to do is I, act, I ask the kids questions. You know, questions that sometimes you, you're afraid to ask a kid, you know. I'm like, if someone came up and sat next to you and they look different, they talk different, would you laugh at them or would you actually be friends with them? And they're always like, oh, I'd be friends with them. And I'm like, don't just say that to say it to me. Mean it. Would you actually be friends with that person? You know? And I try to get them to really think about who they are as people and what they want to do for you know, the rest of their lives, who they want to actually be. So that's one thing I like to really focus on. You know? And at the end of that year, I remember all the kids are leaving, saying their goodbyes. And I remember seeing Nick in the back. He was sitting there, and he just looked quiet. Nick was the kind of student that was never quiet. So I went up to him, I, was, I said, Nick, is everything okay? He just looked at me with his big blue eyes and said, Thank you. You helped me believe in God. He's like, you are the reason why I feel like I have faith now. I have a lot more questions, and I want the answers, but I do believe. And I remember watching him make his way to the door. At that moment, I could not believe what I heard. The fact that I helped a boy find faith with God. I know it wasn't me. I know that God was working through me to help him feel that faith. But the fact that I, well, I was able to experience it was the most life-changing thing I've ever, ever was able to have. You know, seeing a boy go from not wanting to be there to actually wanting to learn more about God. That's why I think being a catechist and teaching these kids, it's life-changing. You never know who you can get across to or who you can, you know, change. That's why I absolutely love what I'm doing. You know, being 18, it is hard to talk to your friends about God. And, you know, I still try. I try to talk to my friends. I never try to pressure them or anything. But I love learning more about God. I love feeling that connection with God. 
You know, I will continue to do this the rest of my life because I absolutely love it. You know, and I always tell my kids, it's one thing to say something, it's a whole other to mean it. And I mean it. I love teaching. Does anyone? Thank you so much. Does anyone have any questions? No. <laughs> What's your biggest challenge with eighth grade? Oh, <laughs> I think getting that respect. Okay. It's, um, you know, when they, like, the, I always find it funny because on that first ACC, they always ask, how old are you? How old are you? Tell me, tell me. Like, they ask me, and I, you can't lie. That's just bad. You're teaching them to be good people, so you can't lie. And um, I'm always like, how old do you think I am? And they're always like, 23, 30. And, when, like, you know, they always say crazy numbers then. And I'm like, okay, I'll tell you. And, like, this year I started off 17, and they, their mouths just drop. Like, they just look at you, and they're like, you're lying. And I'm like, no, I swear, I'm 17. And then they start going crazy and, you know, trying to push your limits because they're like, oh, she's young. My sister's her age. But then I, I try to develop that respect, you know, by really trying to be that teacher figure. And it works. It really does, so. Yeah, any other questions? Yeah. So what's up for you next year? Next year? I want to continue with eighth grade. I really, I, like I said, I love doing this. I really do. And, like, my mom really helps me every year, and I just love it. I really, like, I really want to continue on teaching. I mean, when you get out of high school. Oh, when I, I want to go to DePaul. I want to be um, a therapist. And I also want to go into teaching also. But I think... For me, not just teaching, it's connecting with the kids in a level like, where I feel like they can talk to me. You know, I feel like talking is the biggest thing. It's not so much me talking, it's letting them talk to me. That's why I really want to go into, like, helping kids with therapy and stuff, so. Yes? How many nights a week do you need? Um, I used to do three nights a week. Now I'm down to two. I needed a little time. <laughs> it was a lot to do. But, yeah, I teach on Sunday mornings and Tuesday nights. I just want to comment because I taught CCD uh, the eighth grade for like five years, and God bless you. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank you. Any other questions? Yeah, that's kind of what I want to say. Just good for you, and keep shining your light because I think you know people your age seeing that if you don't feel it now. Um, there's going to be a ripple effect, you know what yeah. I mean? It, 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 there probably already has been, um, whether you know it or not, but like really, I mean, keep shining that light because it's really evident. Really Thank nice. you so much. Thank you. Thank you.